She's a small wonder. I'd like you both to meet Vicky. A child unlike other girls. And that's a real kid, right? No, no, it's a robot. Made of plastic. Microchips here and there. You're my voice input child identical. V I C I I pronounce it Vicky. everybody, Angela Bowen here, the host of She's a Small Wonder, a small wonder podcast. Today, well, we've reached the end. Well, the end of season one, that is. Today, I will be discussing season one, episode 24, entitled The Grandparents. This episode aired May 17th, 1986. In this episode, Grandpa and Grandma Lawson learn about Vicky. I also have the DVD case. Let's see if the synopsis for this episode is any different than this one. Ted must break it to his father that Vicky is a robot. Okay, so we do get a little bit more meat in that sandwich. That's good. So this episode actually has got an 8.3 out of 10 based on 19 ratings on IMDb. We do have Jack Manning as Grandpa Lawson and Peggy Converse as Grandma Lawson. And it does look like, sadly, both have passed on. So two RIPs there. Let's see. Would I recognize this man from... in? He was in Silver Spoons? What? I just finished covering that show. Let's see. Who would he have been that I would have recognized in Silver Spoons? Banquet MC. Oh, wow. <laughs> that was way in season one. I'm not going to remember. So, uh, yeah, definitely. Walton's, Jefferson's. This guy definitely got around the, uh, the 80s TV sitcom circuit a lot. Well, and it's really prevalent in the, uh, early 70s as well with some stuff. That's awesome. Good for him. I don't know why I thought the name, like, Jack Manning would ring any bells in my head, but let's see. What about Peggy Converse? Do I know her from anything? I don't think I do. Um, hmm. I don't see Wow, she started working in the acting industry in 1942. She played a uncredited uh, role in Receptionist. And also uncredited role in Good Luck, Mr. Yates. Don't know what that is, but good for them. Good for them. Now, let's find out who directed this episode. Selig Frank, S-E-L-I-G. I'm sure I mispronounced the name. I apologize in advance. So we got oh oh mm, I like this guys guess who this was directed by, or written by Richard Christie Dick Christie Ted Lawson himself interesting this is good I like yeah also Tom Amundsen David Rupert and of course the creator Howard Leeds interesting because I just covered. The last couple episodes of Silver Spoons. And one of the final episodes, one of the last, like, three, 
had Joel Higgins directing, who played Edward Stratton III. So I was like, okay, this is interesting. When a star steps into the... Dir- Why do I keep saying direct? No. He directed that episode of Silver Spoons. No. Um, Dick Christie just wrote. Okay. But it sounds cool. Because if you think about it, we all know eventually this is going to come to a head. He's going to have to tell somebody. Because people, I mean, they don't have her going to school. Eventually, at some point, I think either season two or three, they end up having her going to school. I I know that social worker, we're going to see that lady at least one more time in this show's four-year run, so... Um, we do have a user review. I do want to save it till the end because, as you know, I don't watch the episodes ahead of time. I don't want to spoil myself or you. This episode in particular, in the early 90s, I do believe they were showing reruns of Small Wonder. This one in particular, I do remember. There's a scene towards the end. I don't want to, you know, that part I remember of it. But Jamie has a Gonzo reference, which <laughs> I don't get it. I mean, I watched, you know, Muppets Take Manhattan and the Muppet Babies growing up. And I, we'll see. Maybe I'll get it this time around because I'm an adult. But this one in particular, I do remember bits, like, towards the end of the episode. So, yeah. So if you're looking to find the podcast on social media... You can find it on Facebook. Go to Small Wonder Podcast. Just type that in. And the She's a Small Wonder, Small Wonder Podcast will pop up in the search bar. So you can follow along. As of January, I'm not doing just one episode a month anymore. Because I kind of want to get the shows each season done in the course of a year now because it took me at this point two years to get through season one and that's because I was doing an episode a month but next starting in January like I want to hit it hard like let's do two episodes a month bing bang boom let's get season two out in 2021 season three and four in the next couple years the only thing with that we all know that season three and four not available on DVD. DVD. Not available. So, I managed to find some on YouTube. Not the greatest quality in the world. We'll see. We'll see how that goes. So, but that's at least two years down the road before I start knocking out season three. So, but I, I'm almost kind of excited to get to that point just because eventually, you know, these kids are all getting older. The only problem is Vicky's a robot, and somewhere along the line, the writers realize we're going to have to come up with a reason why this kid is getting older. Hey, let's put her in early nine, you know, garb with the 90s clothes. Let's have her have her hair down. Get that girl's hair down. It's been up for two over two seasons, you know? So I'm I'm looking forward to that. I, I'm I really am. I'm looking forward to season two. I know at some point, whether it's season two or even into season three, we're gonna lose Edie McClurg who plays Bonnie, and you guys know how much I'm not a fan of her or the Brindles. 
I'm the president of the I Hate Brindle fan club. But I'm guessing we're getting Brandon's sister in her place. I'm like, oh, gross. No, they're not shacking up, but still. Blech. So I'm not exactly sure what the excuse for Bonnie's absence is. Maybe they come up with a different one whenever someone mentions her. Who knows, but. Alright, without further ado, let's jump into the grandparents and see how this season one finale is gonna hold up. I'm excited. I want to meet Ted's parents. <laughs> see, I bet anything, my guess is that maybe Ted's father doesn't really like the fact that his son is doing what he's doing for a living. Like, oh, you could have been... I mean, uh, playing in the NFL, or, oh, if you'd have really played, you could have been doing this instead of playing with your computers like you did as a kid and everything. I bet anything there's gonna be a lot of, there's gonna be, like, I don't think they get along. Alright, so we open up the episode, and Jamie eats cantaloupe? I didn't know that. Interesting. But it's breakfast time, and Ted's like, oh, honey, that was such a delicious meal. What was it? Well, from the scraps that I can kind of sort of make out, it looks like maybe it could have been some type of, like, eggs, maybe some toast, maybe a little bacon, maybe a couple links of sausage, I don't know. Vicky comes in with the light bulb that Ted requested she get from the supply closet. They have one of those? <laughs> And Joan asks Vicky, did you shake it to see if the light bulb is good? And Ted looks at Joan like, oh, we have a better way. Oh, is this where she puts the, the bottom of the light bulb in her mouth to test it? Okay. Oh, so she's already got it in her mouth and she turns it and you hear this, you know, electricity. I'm kind of thinking now, I really hope that this didn't make kids watching this want to go put a light bulb in their mouth to see if it would turn on. This looks like one of those kids don't try this at home moments. And Ted says it's a three-way bulb as he lightly yanks on Vicky's ear and you see it kind of getting brighter and brighter. So Jimmy's like, wow, Dad, that's wild. How'd you do that? And Ted starts talking about she has a something generator in her and all of a sudden Jamie's eyes glaze over with boredom like, I'm sorry I asked. Ugh. I'd be like, just give me the simple version of it. Joan, oh, Joan, of course, one of her catchphrases, that makes sense. Like, you don't need to go on any further, I get it. That was great. What was it? Here is the new light bulb you wanted from the supply closet. Oh, thanks, Vicky. Did you shake it to see if it's good? We have a better way. Test the light bulb, Vicky. <laughs> it's a three-way bulb. Oh, that's pretty wild. <laughs> that's wild. How'd she do that, Dad? Well, she has a built-in micro-generator with a 440-volt capacity. That makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> we only got to get to work, honey. Bye. Oh, bye. 
Oh, Vicky, put that bulb in the living room lamp. I'll get it. <clears throat> what is he eating? Cereal out of that camp? Oh, hi. It's Grandpa Bill from Omaha. Yeah, I'm fine, Grandpa. I grew a whole inch since you last saw me. No, I mean taller, not wider. Oh, jeez. <laughs> fat shaming. No, I don't really have a girlfriend yet. But there's a girl I kind of like. She's 13. I prefer older, more experienced women. Whoa, buddy. <laughs> okay, here's Mom. Okay, bye. Hi, Dad. Oh, we're just fine. You and Mom okay? Great. Oh, well, when will you be here? Oh, well, wonderful. Yeah, we'll pick you up at the airport. Okay, well, we'll see you Saturday then. Love to Mom. Okay, bye-bye. They're coming to visit us, Jamie. Great. Oh, what's wrong? Yeah, that was a short day at the office. The one day I've got an important meeting, my car battery is dead. Dad, Grandpa just called. They're coming to visit us Saturday. They are? That's great. Except for one thing. How are we going to tell my dad about Vicky? Hmm? How are we going to tell him that we have a beautiful little robot? figure it out for himself when she says hello and carries him to his room? <laughs> Jamie, the point is, is that your grandfather may not be too thrilled about having a robot in the family. After working for the same company for 40 years, he was fired and replaced by a robot. Oh, God. Yeah. And he's still bitter about it. So he's a robot He doesn't racist. even like the fact that I work for a robotics company. Oh, The fact shit. is, he really hates robots. That sucks. He really hates robots. <laughs> Nothing gets past those pink little microsensor ears of hers. Listen, why are we worrying, huh? I mean, once he meets Vicky, he'll, he'll love her like we do. Huh? And then we'll tell him the truth. All right. Anyway, I got to get to work. Come on, Vicky. Help me get my car started. <laughs> oh, I wonder if this is what... I'm have her push it. Oh, no, honey. I'm going to have her carry it piggyback. No, you'll probably have her jump That's a joke. I'm glad you told us. <laughs> Come on, Vicky. I guess I gotta see. Definitely. What are you gonna do, Ted? Well, these are attached to my car battery. Now, Vicky, hold these. When I give you the word, you give it your full power, okay? I don't believe it. She's gonna jumpstart Dad's car. <laughs> okay, go, Vicky. My full power. Oh, shit. Oh, that's not good. Stop. I hope I never get hot flashes like that. <laughs> oh, no. So, yeah, I noticed Jamie's eating out of a cantaloupe, and it's like some red goo in there. Like, what in the... Is he using that like it's a cereal bowl? What's going on here? But the phone rings, and at first... Well, Jamie's talking on the phone... And he says, I, I grew a whole inch since you last saw me. And he's like, no, not wider, taller. And he says, I don't have a girlfriend yet, but there is this one girl I'm trying to impress. I mean, she's 13. You know, I like more older, experienced women. Uh-huh. So, Joan takes the phone from him. And the way she's calling her in-laws, mom, and at first I thought she was talking to her own parents, but I guess to each their own how they refer to their in-laws. You know, if they call them mom and dad, I don't. That's just too weird. But 
they're going to be coming in to visit. Ted comes in and <laughs> Joan is like, oh, wow, that was a fast day at the office. And he's like, my damn battery's fucking shot. It's like, it's dead. So he's going to have Vicky jump his but of course, Joan tells him that his parents are going to be coming to visit. And at first he's excited about it, but the fact that we get a little insight into Bill, who is, that's Ted's dad's name. He had been working for a company, I think it's like an electronics company or something, for 40 years. He got the old heave-ho, like, you're retiring early, shove him out the door, because we have robot, a robot to replace you and do that kind of work now. So, of course, now, Grandfather Lawson is a robot racist, because he really hates robots. So they're kind of wondering, well, how are we going to hide Vicky from him? I mean, don't you think she'll eventually realize, or he'll realize that she's a robot? Well, that's the only way to really explain it. I mean, I don't know what when they last visited, but she's ten years old. They know you didn't have a kid in the last ten fucking years other than Jamie. She's like, oh, we adopted this child. Or, I don't know. So we'll just have to see how that plays out. So, Ted has Vicky hold the jumper cables, and she starts getting, you know, he says, use your full power, and she's holding on to the jumper cables, and just, and she starts getting, you know, red all over and sparking up, and, and Joan, of course, has to make it like, oh, I hope my hot flashes aren't like that. (laughs) Then she realizes she said too much to, uh... Jamie like, oh, I shouldn't have said that. But I'm thinking, I kind of wonder if this is going to play into something that, that I remember from seeing it in a rerun as a kid. But Grandpa and Grandma Lawson arrive. Yay, they're there. Hey, everybody, we're back from the airport. Oh, the place <laughs> looks lovely Where as usual. Where is everybody? <laughs> oh, <laughs> Hey, let me look at you. Is that a handsome fella? I never argue with my elders. <laughs> Did you bring me a present, Grandpa? Jamie, that's rude. I'm sorry. But as long as I opened up the subject, did you? <laughs> How could we forget our favorite grandson? Yeah, especially when you're our only grandson. There you go. Thanks. What the hell is that? It's a fucking weird damn mask. With... It's the ugliest thing I've ever seen. It is. It's got its tongue sticking out and a blue I face. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> Daddy's always wanted one of those. What is it? Yeah. That is an African medicine man mask. It keeps away evil spirits. Hmm, I would imagine it would keep away his wife, too. <laughs> hey, maybe it'll it's keep so away Harriet. It's so good to see yeah. you, and you all look wonderful. Oh, thanks, Mom. Mom, Dad, have a seat. Uh, we've got a little surprise for you. Oh, what? Well, it's concerning an addition to the family. Really? That's right. That's wonderful. But you don't show a bit. You're as flat as a pancake. (laughs) No, uh, we've adopted a little girl. That's right. 
Well, that's just as good. I always wanted a granddaughter. I'll get it. It's not her. What the f- oh. ah, What is it? It's a mirror. <laughs> oh, good one. Why the hell is she there? We have company. Go away. I'm not charm, turkey. What do you want? Hi, honey. Hi. Uh, this is Harriet. Oh, what an adorable little girl. <laughs> Isn't she, Bill? A real cutie. <laughs> is this our new granddaughter? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> Ew, no they don't. What we mean is, is that Harriet's our neighbor's adorable daughter. What do you want, Harriet? Well, my mother happened to be looking out our window. Oh, and she, she happened did. to see these people come into your house. So she wondered who they were. They looked pretty important through her binoculars. Uh -huh. <laughs> oh, is your mother a member of the neighborhood watch? No, she just watches the neighborhood. Yeah, <laughs> obsessively. Harriet, tell your mother, these are my parents, they're going to be here for a few days, and their blood type is O. Do you think that'll satisfy her? <laughs> so. I'm going to need more. <laughs> Get her out of there. There you go, Jamie. And don't come back, or I'll shrink your head! <laughs> <laughs> if that isn't our new granddaughter, where is she? Coming right up, Mom. All right, so grandparents come in, say how everyone looks great. Gr the, the grandfather gives Jamie this, he says it's an African medicine man mask, and it's fucking, it's hideous, it's offensive, it's like a mask with like a, a tongue sticking out, and the painted blue, and the fake flammable looking black wig hair, it just, it. Fucking looks horrid and offensive. Very offensive. But of course, Jamie uses it to scare Harriet, who's over there because her mother was looking through her binoculars to see who these people were that were coming into the Lawson's house. Where in the hell are the Brindles located? Across the street? Because. She's always coming through the fucking back fence. So how fucking... I, uh, well, then again, Bonnie's looking with her fucking binoculars. She's going to get in trouble one day. Because that is... You can't do that. Apparently there was no qualms about doing that in the 80s. Of course, just before Harry arrives, Ted and Joan tell them, well, we've added an addition to the family, of course... Ted's mother thinks Joan is pregnant. Like, how? You're not even showing. You're flat as a pancake. And it's like, eh, she's not pregnant. No, they've adopted, which I like. This is pretty much the story that they've made up for Vicky. Is that they, that's really the only explanation that seems even remotely usable. So, of course, like I said, Harriet comes over. They think that Harriet, like, fuck no! She and her adopted daughter... This is no daughter of the nosy ass bitch with the binoculars next door. I love how Jamie like scares Harriet twice with that mask. Good, good on him. Oh, uh, Ted even says, "Oh, my grandparent, my, my his grandparents, <laughs> no, his parents' blood type is O." Like Harriet, will that satisfy you enough? And she, no, my mother will want more information. Get the. Okay, good. She's gone. So, let's introduce Vicky to Ted's parents. Here, please. 
You're going to love her. Vicky, that's a perky little name. You called me? Oh, look, Bill. Isn't she precious? Oh. She sure is a cute little thing. Pretty as a picture. Takes after her grandma. <laughs> Vicky, I want you to meet Grandma and Grandpa Lawson. Nice to meet you, Grandma and Grandpa Lawson. <laughs> you sure are a cute little thing. I'm sure a cute little thing. <laughs> she certainly has uh, an unusual voice, mm. doesn't she? Bill? I kind of figured they. Well, that, that that's because of her uh, her uh, uh, tonsils. <clears throat> She's got three of them. <laughs> Walnuts. Three tonsils, that's amazing. Yeah, I have a little trouble believing in myself. <laughs> well, why don't you unpack and freshen up Mom and Dad, and then we can have a nice chat. I have a better idea. Mother, why don't you unpack, and I'll stay here and have some fun with my new granddaughter. <laughs> Sound good, you little darling? Sounds good, you little darling. <laughs> So they've really definitely taken to Vicky, especially the grandpa. He's so excited to have a granddaughter. He's like, I've always wanted a granddaughter. And they, I kind of figured the Vicky's voice would like come up as a what's up with that. And Ted's like, oh, well, she has like three tonsils. So that's why. Like, ah, oh, three tonsils. And Jamie, of course, is like, yeah, hardly, I can't even really believe it myself. <laughs> yeah. So, Joan's like, why don't you all unpack and then we'll have a nice little chat after. So, Grandpa's like, you know, honey, why don't you go unpack and then I want to spend time with our adorable granddaughter. He's like, isn't that cute? Oh, is that okay? right with you, little darling? And he pinches her cheeks and, you know, she basically is repeating what they're saying. Like when Ted's like, I want you to meet Grandpa and Grandma Lawson, you know, pointing to them, and Vicky does the same thing. And even the grandmother just seems a little bit reserved. She was the one that asked, like, why is her voice like that? She, when she goes to, you know, stand up from the couch and leave, she doesn't even pat Vicky on the head or hug her or anything. But the grandfather is more. So in the next scene, he's giving her a horsey ride. She's ten, buddy. She's ten. Whatever, though. He's having a fun time. Because you see behind the couch, Vicky's, like, moving like she's sitting. And it's like, um, I don't think you want her on top of your back. You are an older man. I don't know how much Vicky weighs, but I think that's probably going to lead to something later. <laughs> oh, he is. He's having a good time. Here you are on your elephant. Oh, an elephant. Deep in the African jungle, searching for King Solomon's diamond mines. Oh, I'm sorry, that's not much of an elephant. Oh, God. But uh, you see, when I travel, I carry a small trunk. <laughs> that's a joke, honey. I'm glad you told me. <laughs> That's as close as I can get to a real elephant. A real oh, elephant. What the fuck? How'd what? you do that? Three tonsils. 
like we got trouble, Buana. Big trouble. I'm a medicine man, not just an ugly native. <laughs> oh, that's offensive. <laughs> no. How's it going, gang? Having fun? Ready for some dinner, Dad? Yeah. This elephant is really pooped. Off you go, honey. Oh, I hope you didn't overdo me. You probably oh, did. Just trying to keep up with the children. Oh, sure. <laughs> That Vicky's a real dynamo. She never runs down. Yeah, she's got enough energy in her to start a car. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> Gotta catch my breath. Guess I got carried away. Carried away. Oh, no, 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 no. Vicky, Vicky, put him down. <laughs> Vicky, put Grandpa down. <laughs> my goodness. How can a little girl be so strong? Why is she so irritated by it? Well, Mom, I, I guess it's because she's not a real little girl. What's that supposed to mean? Dad, the truth is, Vicky stands for V-I-C-I, Voice Input Child Identicant. Vicky is a experimental robot that I invented. A robot? Yeah, here, look. <laughs> See? Well, isn't she wonderful? I'm so proud of Ted. He's made a major scientific breakthrough. You mean that, 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 that she is really a, a robot? Well, we don't think of her as a machine. She's become a member of the family. Yeah, and she's better than a real sister. She doesn't waste all her time in the bathroom. <laughs> so, uh... What do you think, Dad? I think you did a great job. You do? Of playing me for a sucker. What? You duped me and I fell for it. Here I thought I had a real granddaughter. No matter how you dress her up, she's nothing but a, a worthless bucket of bolts. Oh! I don't like you. Oh, oh, Bill. No, don't old Bill me. I feel cheated. Dad, just think of all the good that a robot like Vicky can do for people. Yeah, I know what robots can do for people. They can take their jobs. Mother? I'm packing, we're leaving. Oh. Dad, Dad, listen. Yeah, next you'll invent a, a robot grandfather and I'll be totally useless. <laughs> oh, Ted. Son, I'm sorry, but I don't agree with him at all. I think you're adorable, Vicky. About time, you Grandpa said... Grandpa doesn't like me. I'm just a worthless bucket of bolts. <laughs> Mom, Dad, look. Grandpa made Vicky cry. Jamie, robots don't cry. He's right, but Ted. she's getting upset. He's her cheek. Joni, honey, kid. Vicky doesn't have feelings and that emotion. That's a tear. Well, if that isn't a tear, what is it? Well, as an expert in robotics, I can tell you this. I don't know what it is. It's a tear. <laughs> so I thought he was like pretending to be a horse at first, but no, he's pretending to be an African elephant. I guess he and his wife must travel a bit. So, of course, Jamie comes out with that mask, and I kind of figured that her being on his back like that is going to wear him out physically. I mean, Vicky is supposed to be dead of a 10-year-old girl. I, I mean, it's not like she's 100 and whatever pounds or whatnot, but still. 
I don't think a bat's meant to hold that kind of weight. Vicky goes to try to pick up, you know, her, her grandfather, and she lifts him just a smidge off the ground, and Ted's mom is all like, how can a kid be that strong? And this is where I thought it was going to come later, but, but no. He says, like, that's because she's not a real girl. She's a, you know, I invented her. I, I made her, and... He shows, you know, his his dad. Like, Dad, take a look. See? And he, he kind of unzips the back of, you know, Vicky's dress and shows, like, all the, the wires and the lights and stuff. And he, his dad feels, he's, he said, you played me for a sap. You played me for a fool. You really cheated me. I thought I had a real granddaughter. And he's so angry because... Well, and, and Joan is like, well, we don't think of her as a robot. We think of her as one of the family. And I like that, you know, Ted's mom is accepting. She actually hugs Vicky and everything like that. But now, Ted's father's like, well, no, it's just a bucket of bolts. I, you really fooled me. I thought I had a real granddaughter. And he's just so angry. He's like, yeah, I know what a robot can do. They can take your job. It might let me guess. Next, you'll build another robot, and he'll it'll it'll replace me. And he's so angry that he decides to go and pack and leave. And we get an emotion from Vicky that we've never seen before. She even cries. Well, she has a tear go down, but her face. But she's like. Grandpa doesn't love me. He just thinks I'm a bucket of bolts. And she's, oh my god. Oh, and everyone's reacting to it. But of course, Ted is trying to be on the side of, you know, since he invented her, like, robots don't cry. That's not anything. And Joan's like, well, then explain what that is. If that's not a tear, then what is it? And Ted is like, I don't know. But at least the grandmother is hugging Vicky and like I don't care what he says I think she's wonderful and I love oh yes but ugh. so I do remember this scene coming up it's in Jamie's room he's starting to pack all his clothes it's like, they like just fucking got there oh my gosh why do I get the feeling we might get another Harriet sighting in that fucking window oh I hope not I really hope not Hey there. Shit. Huh? We do. Uh, oh, hello, young lady. What you doing? I'm packing up and leaving. Boy, that was fast. Usually takes a couple of days before I get on people's nerves. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not because of you, Harriet. Because of that phony baloney granddaughter of mine. Now don't blame her. All little girls can't be as charming as I am. <laughs> well, tell you the truth. I wish you were my granddaughter. No, you don't. Oh, I like that. My grandfather never plays with me. Why not? He's dead. <laughs> okay. Well, there's nothing personal about it. Maybe you could be my substitute grandfather. No. Uh, I'd be honored. No. Get out of here, Harry. It'd be nice to have a granddaughter that was real flesh and blood. You wouldn't know anything about that. 
flesh and blood. It's in my memory bank. What do you mean your memory bank? Oh, that's a technical expression, Harriet. You see, we all have memory banks, except your bank is overdrawn. <laughs> Don't you want to bring that walking scrap heap in here? Get her out of my sight. Grandpa, Vicky's not really that bad. Once you get to know her, you'll really warm up to her transistors. Forget it. Forget it. I'd rather have a hot water bottle. Oh, shit. Grandpa, what's the matter? I'm not feeling so good. What is it? I better go get your grandma. Grandma, Dad, Mom, come quick. Grandpa's sick. Oh. It's going to be okay, Grandpa. They'll be yeah. here in a minute. Just lie still. I will. Darling. Jamie, what's wrong? What is it? What is it? <laughs> My chest. Oh. Terrible pain. Oh. Oh. I'll get your pills. What pills? Well, he didn't want to worry you. He does have a bit of a heart problem. Oh, oh no. Let me go. Johnny, call the paramedics. I'll get some extra blankets. Dad, it's going to be okay. Uh. They'll be right back, Grandpa. Just hold my hand. <sighs> Stand away from the patient, please. Okay. His heart is fibrillating. I don't know what that means. What? Where'd you get that? From Trapper John. <laughs> the proper procedure is ventricular defibrillation. Then do it. What's that? Electric shock. Well, don't just stand there. Do it. Do it. Clear. <laughs> you did it, Vicky. He's breathing. I owe it all to Gonzo. <laughs> Jamie, Jamie, how's he doing? You won't believe what Gonzo did. Mm -hmm. I mean, Vicky. What'd she do? She defib... Fibber... Defibrillated. She jump-started Grandpa. <laughs> So let's go back to where he's packing. Did I call that or did I fucking call that with Harriet in the damn window? And she's talking about how the fact like, oh, well, my grandpa doesn't play with me. You could be my substitute grandfather because my grandfather's dead. And he even says, well, I wish that I could have you for a granddaughter instead of that old bucket of bolts. And Jamie comes in with Vicky and... Of course, Ted's father, Bill, wants nothing to do with her. Like, get her out of my sight. Don't want to see her. And he says she's not even flesh and blood. And Vicky's like, I know flesh and blood that's in my memory bank. Harriet, of course, is still there. Like, what's a memory bank? And Jamie's like, well, see, Harriet, we all have memory banks. Just yours is overdrawn. And he pulls the shade down on her. So, of course, who knows? If she were still listening to all that stuff going on, that Vicky could have been found out. And Jamie's even telling his grandpa, like, Grandpa, you gotta give her a chance. She's a really great addition to the family. Just uh, her transistors will really uh, warm up to or whatever. And he grabs his suitcase, like, no, I'm gone, I'm leaving. He grabs his chest, like... <laughs> And Jamie's like, Grandpa, Grandpa, what's wrong? He's like, 
I just have some pain in my chest. And Jamie runs to the door. It's like, Grandma, Mom, Dad, Grandpa's sick. They run up. And it turns out he's been taking pills for his heart. He's been having heart issues, which I can imagine have been exacerbated by not only probably the flight, also probably getting, excuse me, getting upset and emotional about this whole thing with Vicky. So they go to run, call the paramedics, get the pills, whatnot. And... His grandfather's just laying there, and all of a sudden, it's like he's he's like he's not breathing. Like Vicky, what did we do? And she goes over to him, and she's talking about a, a defibrillator type of thing. And Jamie's like, "Where did you learn that?" And she says, "Trapper MD." And then she uses her fists like defibrillators, and basically jump starts his heart again. And then he takes this. Almost like he woke up from a deep sleep. <sighs> you know, this long breath. And Jamie's like, Grandpa, Vicky saved you. And everyone comes in. And it's just like, you can't be mad. She saved your life. You were practically dead. And she saved your fucking life. You can't hate on her now. And say that she's worthless, a worthless bucket of bolts because... You know, and I would hope that his mind is made up now about how special, you know, robots are and how important they are and they can help things. And he kind of, he owes his life to Vicky. He could have been dead. He technically was. Probably. Okay, um, remember how I said earlier about the whole Gonzo reference? As a kid, I I honestly thought as a kid, and probably all the way up to this point until I learned, I thought when Jamie said Gonzo and Vicky said Gonzo, I thought she was talking about, like, Gonzo from, like, Muppets Take Manhattan and the Muppet Babies and stuff like that. No. She's talking about Trapper, Trapper John M.D., the TV show, which was on from 79 to 86. And Dr. George Alonzo Gonzo. <laughs> oh, that's interesting. Played by Gregory Harris. So, Gonzo. Okay. Yep, yep. I get it. Ah. That's. See? you When you see something as a kid... And you're like, you think you get it. But then you watch it as an adult and you're like, oh, I get it. Yeah. Why did I think it was Gonzo from the, from the Muppets? No, it's Gonzo from Trapper John M.D. Wow. See, I like when I learn things. Thanks, I'll hold. <laughs> Oh, Jamie, you shouldn't let a little girl carry those heavy cases. Grandma, she's not a little girl. She could carry the whole house if she wanted to. <laughs> I keep forgetting. Oh, you are so adorable. I'm an adorable scrap heap. Oh, you are not. <laughs> okay, thanks. Well, you're all set, Mom. The flight home is leaving on time. Thank you, dear. Oh, I'd still feel better if you'd stay with us for a few more days. Well, after being cooped up in that hospital for a whole week, Bill wants to go home. Oh, he's such a stubborn old fool. <laughs> hey, everybody. 
Here's the patient. Ah. Does he look terrific or what? Huh? Never felt better. Mr. I feel Bunker. like a new man. <laughs> But I still feel like the same woman. <laughs> Remember your heart. <laughs> I bet you're sure glad to get out of that hospital, eh, Grandpa? Oh, boy, you can say that again. I don't know which was worse, all those tubes they stuck in me or the jello. Well, <laughs> <laughs> you're going to make your play. We better get going. Yeah, Vicky, uh, take the suitcases to the car, please. Now, I don't need that erector set to help me. Hey! Stubborn old fool. Yeah, she did say life, man. Danny, give her a hand. You owe her. You may not want Vicky's help now, you old goat, but you certainly needed it a week ago. Yeah. What do you mean? Dad, we didn't want to tell you before because of your condition, but Vicky saved your life. What are you all talking about? It was the paramedics saved my no, life. No, it was Vicky. She gave your heart an electrical jolt before they even got here. If it hadn't been for Vicky, instead of being an old goat, you'd be a dead duck. <laughs> Is that the truth, Mother? You bet it is. I'll set, Dad. Okay, let's get going, everybody. Come on. Wait a minute, son. Just hold your horses. Uh, I want to have a word with Vicky. With Vicky? In private. So uh, would you all get out? Go on, scoot. All of you. You got it, Dad. All right. Come over here. Come here. Sit next to me. Well, I, I hear you saved my life. You got it, Dad. <laughs> you see, uh, I had a very good reason for not liking you. You really hate robots? <laughs> well, I used to, but I confess I'm beginning to fall in love with an irresistible little robot named Vicky. Aww. So, uh, <clears throat> well, I just want to... Say thanks for, for saving my life, honey. I jump-started you. <laughs> you yeah, sure did. Now, will you give your Grandpa Bill a big hug? A big hug. Don't crush him. <laughs> She's giving him a big hug. Uh-oh. She just saved his life. I hope she doesn't squeeze it out of him. <laughs> That's a good one. You can all stop peeking and come in now. <laughs> oh, Bill, I'm glad you made up with her. So am I. I gotta admit, I really flip for Vicky. I hope you do for me, too. Flip for you? No, don't. <laughs> Vicky, sweetheart, come here. I think I can safely say that there isn't another granddaughter in the world like you. Oh, I'm going to miss you, sweetheart. So am I. You're really something special. Aww. Oh, she's crying Look, Dad, again. there's another tear on her cheek. Happy tears. Yeah, she must really be developing emotions. Yeah. She seems to be getting closer to being a real female. She cries when she's sad, and she cries when she's happy. <laughs> so it turns out they're going to be leaving. Um, Ted's father stayed in the hospital for a week, and he's like, I don't know what was worse, the tubes they stuck in me or the jello that they fed me. <clears throat> Jamie has Vicky bringing the luggage, and Grandma is like, Jamie, I don't think you should let a little girl carry those heavy suitcases. 
And Jamie says, Grandma, you keep forgetting she's a robot. She can handle it. So, Ted brings in Grandpa, and he's looking as sharp as a fiddle. He's still treating Vicky wrong. And at first I'm like, well, wait a minute. He's like, I don't want that bucket of bolts taking out my suitcases. I don't want her touching my stuff. So, they have Jamie go with Vicky and Ted Joan and Ted's mother tell him Vicky is the one who saved your life. And he's like, no, no, the paramedics. Like, no, before they even got here, she defibrillated your heart. She jump-started you. And he can't believe it. So, Bill has everyone, except for Vicky, like, get out of here, give us some space. I want to talk to Vicky. So he sits down and says, sit here, come here, sit here with me. And this is just, it's a sweet, sweet moment. I really like it. And she sits next to him and he says, oh, here you saved my life. And she's, you got it, dad. (laughs) And he turns to her and says, you see, I had a very good reason for not liking you. And Vicky puts her hands over his ears like Ted had done with her. And she says, you really hate robots. And and he chuckles. He's like, "Eh, I, I used to. And he says, well, and I confess here that I'm starting to fall in love with an irresistible little robot named Vicky. Oh, And he does tell her, I want to say thanks for you saving my life. And Vicky, of course, says, I jump-started you. <laughs> He's like, oh, you sure did. Now will you give your grandpa Bill a big hug? Oh, and they hug. And of course, he's like, you all can come in here now from your spine in the kitchen. And Jamie, he's like, she just saved Grandpa's life. I hope she doesn't squeeze it out of him. So I was like a little nervous, like, oh gosh, is she like going to crush his ribs or something in this hug? But she doesn't. And Bill's wife is like, oh, I'm glad you made up with Vicky. He's like, ah, so am I. I really flipped for Vicky. And of course we see Vicky flipping. (laughs) Grandma puts her arms out and she says, Vicky, sweetheart, come here. And she hugs her. And they each give her a kiss on the cheek. And again, we get a little tear. And they're just amazing. Like, oh, she's really showing real emotions. And Ted's like, yeah, just like a real woman. Cries when she's sad and cries when she's happy. And both his, Ted's mom and Joan punch him in the arm. (laughs) Yeah, her mother's like, oh, you're like the best little granddaughter in the world. I'm really going to miss you. And Bill's like, so am I, sweetheart. And they both give her a kiss on the cheek. And we see that little, it's most likely a glycerin tear coming down. But, aww. Jamie's one who pointed out, like, Dad, she's developing another tear on her cheek. She's got another tear on her on her on her cheek. And Joan's like, oh, Ted, she must really be developing emotions. He says, yeah, she seems to be getting closer to being a real female. She cries when she's sad, she cries when she's happy. Like, Ted, stop, please. He deserves the punches in the arms that he gets by his wife and mother. First he points to his watch, like, alright, come on, we gotta go, we gotta catch this flight. And that was the episode. I thought it was so good. I really, really liked it. It was so sweet. What a good way to end 
season one. I know we don't get to see his parents ever again. I don't believe that we do. I always like to kind of go to YouTube because some of the episodes of Small Wonder are on YouTube to watch. I like to see some of the comments, one of which, this is sweet, the bond between Grandpa and Vicky was priceless. Happy Vicky saved his life to make him understand and appreciate not all robots are the same. One of the best episodes, and someone else said, cute episode. Okay, actually, going back to IMDb, because I wanted to read that review, we also get trivia. It says, when Vicky jump-starting, or when Vicky jump-started Grandpa via the defibrillator to restart his heart, Jamie asks where she learned that. She replies, Trapper John. Jerry Cyprian guest-starred in the Send in the Clowns episode of Trapper John, M.D., as Matthew, Matthew, Matthew Riley. I, I don't know why I couldn't <laughs> say his name. Okay, so, let's see. 9 out of 10, this review. Title, Vicky Meets Her Grandparents. This is from September 5th, 2020. Warning spoilers. Grandpa Grandma Lawson called to announce a surprise visit. Ted and Joan are excited to see them, but also worried about how to tell them about Vicky. Ted shared that his dad may not be too happy with a robot in the family because his dad had lost his job when he was replaced by a robot. Ted also has car problems and has Vicky jumpstart his car with her built-in battery. When the grandparents arrive, Vicky is introduced as their adopted daughter. Grandpa is smitten with his new granddaughter, but when Vicky demonstrates incredible strength, Ted has to confess that Vicky isn't a real girl. She's actually a robot. Grandpa is understandably upset and blows up at Ted says he doesn't like Vicky, is mean to her, and decides to cut his visit short. <clears throat> Vicky, or Vicky displays emotions and even cries, which surprised Ted. Grandpa goes to pack their bags to leave when Jamie and Vicky go to talk to him and try to convince him that Vicky isn't so bad. Grandpa is mean to Vicky and tries to run her and Jamie out of the room, but then begins to experience a small heart problem and is forced to lie down. Jamie gets scared and calls his mom and dad and grandma. They come rushing in. Grandma confesses to Ted that Grandpa has been experiencing a heart problem. She rushes, rushes to get his medicine while the kids stay behind with Grandpa and Joan to call the paramedic and call... While the kids stay behind with Grandpa, and Joan calls the paramedics. And Ted, of course, he's going to get a blanket. Vicky uses her built-in battery right away to defibrillate Grandpa. When Grandpa comes home from the hospital, he doesn't remember that Vicky saved his life. He assumed it was the paramedics. Grandpa was surprised to learn that it was Vicky that saved his life and apologized for his, apologizes for his behavior and decides... That Vicky is a wonderful granddaughter after all. Yes. And I just, I thought this was a beautiful episode. I really, really liked it. So. And I wanted to share that review. It's like, I didn't want to read it at first. It's like, I, haven't, I don't remember watching the episode in a long time. I don't like to be spoiled ahead of time with these episodes. So, I hope you all enjoyed it. Alright. Well, I'm going to tell you what will be what we'll be covering in January. Season 2 kicks off episode 1 Chewed Out which aired September 13th 1986 in this episode and this one I especially remember. Jamie and Reggie learn 
a sobering lesson by smoking cigarettes and chewing tobacco to elevate their freshman status in junior high. What? What? Wait, what? Freshman status in junior high? Isn't that one contradicting the other? They're not freshmen in high school and junior high. The fuck? In season one, he was still in like fifth fucking grade. He ain't no freshman. But I remember that one. There is an important message at the end of that. Season 2, episode 2. Money, money, money. September 20th, 1986. In this episode, Jamie tries to buy the love of a pretty classmate. This fucking bitch Jessica is back. Fucking hell. I hate this hoe. I'm sorry, but I do. When the fuck was the last time we saw this bitch? I think she's in at least another fucking episode. I fucking hated her. Love Story, Season 1, Episode 16. To charm Prissy and Picky Jessica, Jamie throws an expensive party for her, ignoring a surprising school tomboy. Yeah, he told her this bitch to hit the fucking bricks at his party. Because she's being a bitch. And now he wants to impress her again? Are you, Jamie, do you not fucking learn? my goodness gracious but yes those are the two episodes I'll be covering in January so look forward to that kid you don't need to Jamie word to the wise you do not need to be giving this girl money or spending money on her because you don't deserve it unless some magical thing happens and she's a completely different person which I doubt well we'll find out won't we (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Oh, boy. But I'm definitely, I'm looking forward to season two and seeing what episodes, how it's going to play out and all that. So, all right. I'll see you in the middle of January. Bye-bye, everybody.